Happy Friday, friends. Been a fun week. Been a really fun week. Yes, we're going to cover, talk about Tucker Carlson's interview with Putin. Chat a little bit about it. The best moments didn't meet a lot of people's expectations, but I do think it was a good conversation in many regards. And... There's quite a bit to take from it, so we'll touch on that. And also, Biden's failing memory. Elderly man with a poor memory. <laughs> New tagline for his 2024 campaign. Oh, man, the absolute shit show that just a few simple sentences in that special counsel report created all across the media. Now, you know, 25th Amendment... Remove Biden for being mentally unfit. Calls for that all over the place. So the question is, are they going to try something? Are they going to try to change change batter, switch batters before the election? Yeah. Um, that. I also want to talk about the European farmers. Gosh, they've been protesting for weeks out in their tractors all over the highways in... Multiple European countries. We're talking Spain, Portugal, France, Poland too, I think. Um, and due to their protests, due to their demonstrations, in some cases literally flinging cow shit on government buildings, the European Union is caving. So we'll, we'll talk about that story. There's some um, more nuance to it, so... We'll touch on that in a little bit. Hillary Clinton getting called out as a war criminal. She was at some uh, Columbia University, I think, giving a speech there. And somebody in the audience yelling at her, calling her a war criminal. Pretty great. Pretty great. So that's what's on deck today, my friends. Being mentally unfit is to excuse him for his crimes legally. Yeah, but... Yeah... I don't know. It's 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 a mess, right? So, special counsel Robert Hur was appointed by Merrick Garland. So, how can these people like Kamila Harris, she's a commie, Kamila, how can they say it's politically motivated? You're the ones that installed him. Merrick Garland appointed him, but they appointed Robert Hur. And if you look into Robert Hur, he's a Republican, registered Republican, Trump installed him as the U.S. attorney in the District of Maryland in 2017, 2018. Um, really weird pick. Kind of makes you wonder who's pulling some strings and what strings are they pulling and why. So, um, oh, in the chat telling me that Hillary Clinton clip is old. Oof. Well, I'm going to play it anyway. Because I don't care about actual truth. We just want the clickbait. When's it from? You let me know. But anyway, let's get to business. So just want to let you guys know of a few accounts that I'm uploading to now. For short form content, short videos, I made this Instagram account today. So... Go follow it. Give me more than one follower on there. <laughs> Get me more than one follower. Uh, TikTok. Shit talk I do upload to. And then uh, posting some short videos on my YouTube rant channel. Been uploading some content there. Some longer vids. Eight, ten minutes. And then shorter videos. So these are my more vanilla accounts. Keep it, keep it low key. Keep it vanilla on there. But, you know, still try to wake people up. And then these accounts like Twitter, Telegram, True Social. It's where I can have more fun. Uncensored stuff. Places like Rumble. So, got my vanilla accounts trying to reach people, reach new people. Get kind of out of this echo chamber, right? And then my edgy accounts. So, everything will be linked down below in the description underneath this video. Also, you can check out either my website or my all my links page where all my 
all my various accounts and channels and crap is listed. I know, I got a lot of different accounts. I got a lot of different channels that I post to and do work on, but I don't know, just spread amongst various platforms, try to reach new people, right? Some On some of these platforms, it, like I said, kind of becomes a little echo chamber and you're just speaking to the people that already think like you and same people all the time. So I figure it's a good idea to diversify. And then as always, you can check out uh, Locals and also I'm now on Patreon if you prefer that platform. But if you want to support my shit posting, shit stirring, you can do so on Locals or Patreon or Subscribestar. Those have been linked down below too. And also on my website and links page. Okay. Putin. Putin, Putin, Putin. So what are the takeaways from this? What are the highlights from this interview with Putin that he did? That Tucker Carlson did. Putin mentioned the Nazis in Ukraine and how the Canadian parliament stand up and applauded some Nazis. He mentioned the suggested the CIA was behind the Nord Stream pipeline. That was a that was a more one of the bigger truth bombs he dropped. Is that something the Western media has been trying to cover up and censor? And big tech. I've had quite a few videos removed from these big tech platforms on the suggesting the CIA was behind the Nord Stream pipeline. Putin also talking about the failings the de-dollarization going on and discussing NATO, all that sort of stuff. Um, He didn't push the envelope too much, didn't mention biolabs in Ukraine, didn't mention too much about a deep state or anything directly. I was hoping he'd call out the uh, Satanism in Western governments, which he's mentioned before years ago in speeches and stuff. Was hoping he'd talk about that with Tucker, but didn't get into it. Spent a good portion of this interview with a history lesson, which, you know, he came prepared for. He even gave Tucker these like documents as proof of his history lesson, which, on one hand, kind of boring. On the other hand, it's good for Western listeners, all of us with our American edumacations public education. We don't get that kind of history lesson. Um, And it also helps Putin kind of explain his side of things, I suppose. And clearly explain why Russia is not a expansionist power just looking at laying claim to the land that they should have, I guess, from his perspective, is how he's seeing things. Is what it is. Um you know, translator issues. There's going to be things lost going through the grapevine. And it is Putin after all. So he's going to be looking out for Russia and looking out for Putin with the things he's saying. But it was interesting to listen to. It was worth a listen, you know? So, uh, but I think my favorite part of it is the, just the reaction from, from all across the spectrum. Liberal meltdown. You also got some conservative meltdown out there going on, right? Sebastian Gorka on Twitter just flipping an absolute bitch. <laughs> Him and others. So both, folks on both sides of the political spectrum are melting down, which those kinds of things just warm the, my heart the most. I love when everybody melts down, when everybody's snowflake colors are showing that's when i get happy because i i don't i don't subscribe to any group think or any label so when everybody's freaked the fuck out i'm like yes um so yeah anyway putin interview over and done with now i guess on to the next current thing although man This interview, last I saw the numbers for it on Twitter. That's another great takeaway from this. Showing the power of social media and how you can easily just circumvent the mainstream media by, you know, (laughs) 
social media. Average primetime viewers on any given night. I think Fox News gets about one and a half million. Less since Tucker left. But Fox News gets about one and a half million. I think NBC is around a, uh, one million. CNN is upper hundred thousands. Like seven, eight hundred thousand. Tucker's interview on Twitter. This was hours ago, earlier this afternoon. Already at 150 million views. Probably 170 by now. Because I saw that metric hours ago. Granted, all of those views, you can't... It's kind of comparing apples to oranges. Because somebody just scrolling through Twitter, if they don't even watch it or click on it, I think that counts as a view or an engagement on a post. So people could just scroll by or whatnot. So you can't, you know... Social media metrics are a little give and take, but still, far more, far more than any mainstream media platform. Um, oh, and you got to love this. Like I said, meltdown. This is Boris Johnson, who was mentioned in that interview between Tucker and Putin. Putin was saying, hey, I've been open to negotiating a peace deal for the last year and a half. And then I think Tucker brought up the point that it was Boris Johnson that worked to kill that peace negotiation between Ukraine and Russia. So Boris Johnson is uh, a little triggered, and he's not looking too good. He is not looking too good. Around the world, people are watching that ludicrous interview with Vladimir Putin conducted by Tucker Carlson. And we must not fall for this tissue of lies above all for the notion that Putin is somehow fated to succeed in Ukraine. On the contrary, he is doomed to fail. Read about it in the Daily Mail. <laughs> Bro, could you have recorded that somewhere where... You don't have a strong gale of wind going by you. <laughs> his hair is goofier than Trump's. Can't even keep his eyes open. <laughs> Dude, he is not doing well. It's a tissue. It's a tissue of an interview. All right, dude. So there's that. And then one more thing. And then we'll get to um. what's next. Talking Sleepy Joe. So... I just saw this report. I thought it was fake at first. I saw some random account tweet about it, and the tweet looked super clickbaity, so I thought it was fake. But somebody dropped this article in my mentions, and um, I don't know how legit it is. Cites anonymous sources and all that. I had never heard of this outlet before called Semaphore, but... Apparently, it's like mainstream media, so take that for what it's worth. Tucker Carlson met Edward Snowden in Moscow, according to people, I suppose. Former Fox News host met for hours on Thursday with the NSA leaker Edward Snowden. Yada, yada, yada. I guess they taped something? But it says here the Snowden interview was not for Carlson's video program. I don't know, man. But just wanted to uh, send this your guys' way. Something to maybe look out for. Maybe not. Not expecting it, but we'll see. Good old Snowden. Good old Snowden. Yes, I agree, chat. Edward Snowjob is a shill. Something a lot of people have yet to piece together in their heads is that, um, okay, you do realize Edward Snowden was working for quite a large CIA contractor, Booz Allen Hamilton. And how did he get the job there? And how did he get out of this country once he leaked the NSA material? And how? 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 Let's start piecing these things together. And then... How did Edward Snowden get a book deal if he's this big bad whistleblower guy? Oh my god, exposing so many things. The government hates Edward Snowden. 
okay, but how did he get a book deal, like a major book deal? And how did he get a Hollywood movie made after him? Ooh. Mmm. I got questions. I got questions for Mr. Snowjob. <laughs> yeah, I like that name for him. Thanks, chat. So, anyway. Yeah, I think Edward Snowden might be... He's a curious individual. A lot of questions about that so-called whistleblower. Good old Sleepy Joe. Hell of a headline. Hell of a front page. For the New York Post this morning. Elderly man with a poor memory. <laughs> oh, this is going to be memed for weeks. Elderly man with a poor memory. So those were the words in the special counsel report. Special counsel didn't even decide to charge Biden with anything, and I don't think they needed to. I think all he needed to write in his little special counsel report to make a political nightmare for the White House were just these six words. Or according to Joe Biden, these two words. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. And thus the calls to invoke the 25th Amendment to remove Biden from office after the alarming her report. Oh, it was so alarming to realize that Joe Biden's an elderly man with shit for brains. So alarming. Ah, oh, geez. I didn't realize that four years ago. Man, could have fooled me. How did I get these... Wonderful sound bites. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not but stupid. Joe Biden wasn't such a decrepit vegetable. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, finally, 25th Amendment, blah, blah, blah. And doctors call for Biden to take a mental competency test after a scathing classified docs report. Something isn't right. Huh, maybe these medical professionals should have done this Back in 2020, during the presidential debates, when Biden was debating Trump, and Biden came out on stage with clearly a mark on his hand as if an IV was going in there, as if they were pumping him full of freaking nootropic brain juice just to get him through the debates. Experts say, anytime you hear experts or doctors say, there's probably been people already saying it on the internet for five years, you know, the speed at which mainstream science works is quite slow, slower than Joe Biden in some cases. Then we got good old Kamila. Kami. Kamila Harris. So the way that the president's demeanor in that report was characterized could not be more wrong on the facts and clearly politically motivated. So Sounds like she's about to cry. So the way that the president's demeanor in that report was characterized could not be more wrong on the facts oh she mad she mad bro i can't tell if she's angry or if she's gonna cry or both could not be more wrong on the facts and clearly politically motivated as if every single word that comes out of your mouth is not politically motivated all righty then MSNBC. In that case. Well, yeah, especially this line uh, that the president quoted where the report refers to him as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Uh, what is the word elderly doing there? Uh, and poor memory, what is the... What's the word elderly doing there? The man is 81 years old, Joe Biden. All right. Oh, but Trump's 77 years old. He's going to be 81 if he finishes another presidential term. Yeah, but at least his brain works and he can walk upstairs. 
He's he's fine. Joe Biden, not fine. What elderly? What's the word elderly doing there? Have you watched him walk? Well, yeah, especially this line uh, that the president quoted where the report refers to him as a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. Uh, what is the word elderly doing there? Uh, and poor memory, what is the test of that? Might that be Donald Trump saying, I don't recall 400 times under oath in the same deposition? Is that a good test of it? No, that's just um, legal strategy. Anytime you're in a deposition, just say, I don't recall. <laughs> that's not that's not mental failing. That's just legal strategy. We can go back to who James Comey getting grilled as part of the Russia investigation. Oh, I don't recall. Fucking they all do it. Shut up. What what's the what's the metric of poor memory? How do we gauge that? Well, dude, just last night, Joe Biden mixed up the president of Egypt and Mexico. And then what the special counsel report was referencing was that Joe Biden couldn't even remember the year his son died, even within a few years. And Biden couldn't remember the years he was vice president. Um, the, the idea that witnesses over a 40-year discussion, 40-year discussion, don't remember everything, or that someone who graduates from college in June can't tell you where the diploma is in September. Uh, that seems to be a condition that, that this uh, special prosecutor doesn't understand in the human mind. Uh yeah, I can't tell you what I ate for breakfast on June 5th, 2004. But if I ever had a child that died, or if I was ever vice president, I would probably be able to remember and probably should remember the year my child died or the years that I was vice president. What, um, what, bro? Uh, so I, I'm going to be fascinated when I can get into uh, all these hundreds of pages to see what is it that makes you stress the lack of memory in this particular case? Uh um, any. The man is supposedly president of the United States. Any lapse in memory of relevant, important things. Um, MSNBC for you. One more, then we'll move on. CNN. What does CNN have to say about this? misspoke on the name of the country in the context of a larger answer about what he's doing to try to get humanitarian assistance into Gaza. So is it a perfect answer? Is it great to misspeak? No, it's never great to misspeak. I, I promise everybody on this panel right now has misspoken and said the wrong name or the wrong uh, you know, the wrong date in a conversation. But, you know, he's he's explaining uh, in great detail the work that he's doing to try to ease that crisis. And so I don't think that we should uh, lose sight of the fact that he's explaining the work that he's doing as president uh, and get so hung up on on one word. Can I just uh, let's not get hung up on one little word. Even though Biden misspeaks all the time, let's not get hung up on this one little word thinking that Mexico is on the border of Gaza. That's That's a really big misspeak. That's really big misspeaking. And it, okay, if you misspeak, get, you should probably be able to catch yourself within a couple of seconds, at least if your mental capacity is there. Catch yourself, correct yourself. All right, that's fine. That's understandable. But misspeaking and then not correcting yourself and not understanding and then doing it again, then doing it again. And then when you're in a press conference, you start mumbling the kids touching my leg hair. The fricking mental gymnastics of these people. Like they're getting paid for this. They're getting paid to sit up there and talk out of their assholes and make up some reason why 
it's, it's, this is fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. CNN, NBC, they're great. They are truthful, great people. One last thing, exclusive from the Daily Mail today. Democrat insiders say it is now panic time and the party should dump Joe Biden at its summer convention with Gavin Newsom waiting in the wings. Hmm. This might be our next next candidate, my friends. This might be who they try to replace Joe with. Granted, I really hope they just drag Joe to the finish line. I hope they drag Joe Biden to the finish line because he has been such a good red pill and he is so fun and easy to clown on. But it's kind of low-hanging fruit, right? Low-hanging fruit. <laughs> give us somebody, give us a tougher challenge. Ooh, Gavin Newsom. But Gavin, anybody who they put in there is going to suck, though. Gavin Newsom's going to be an easy target, too. Just make fun of California. As if we don't make fun of California enough. We don't. Hmm. Also, this article suggested Gretchen Whitmer. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. We also got that New York governor lady, too. We'll see. If if they try to replace Sleepy Joe, we'll see who. And as per my NBC and CNN examples, this is why, looky here, my friends, probably the best news that I'm going to be playing in tonight's live stream. The year-over-year change of visits for news websites. Down to down, down, down. Bloomberg down 20%. Washington Post down 20%. CNN down 17%. Q confirmed. Beautiful stuff. Fox News down 14%. Yeah, I like that too. I like that too. Get wrecked, Fox. CBC out of Canada down 12%. BBC out of the UK down 12%. BuzzFeed down 10 New York Times down five, not enough. Let's get these numbers higher, my friends. Don't read this shit harder. I'm going to extra not click on their websites today. Friends don't let friends click on New York Times website. That's right. Great news. All right. Let's talk about some farmers. So the European Union bends the knee to all the protesting farmers around Europe. They dropped key provisions in their 2040 climate proposals. So apparently, the European Union, European Union, can't talk tonight. They came out with a bunch of regulations, bunch of rules trying to cut down greenhouse gas emission to save the climate and save the planet. And in doing so, they were just going to royally screw over all the farmers. Um, you've got to reduce your gas usage, reduce your um, carbon dioxide output in, in all these different ways. Let's see if I can... If this Zero Hedge article discusses what exactly they were trying to do. The previously mandated 30% cut to agricultural production by 2040. 30% cut. And they also wanted to mandate citizens to make lifestyle changes, such as eating less meat and to push to end fossil fuel subsidies. Wanted to cut diesel subsidies. The EU wanted to cut emissions by 90% from 1990 levels within the next 16 years. Yeah, hence the farmers like this. This is in Spain, day four of Spanish farmers shutting down the highway with their John Deere's. Well, those probably aren't John Deere's because we're in Spain, but 
Look at that. Look at that. They mad. This is Portugal. Portugal out too. A bunch in France. Let's see. Do I have the video? Yep. Here's France. That's cow shit, my friend. Just being unloaded. It looks like the truck's pooping it out. Truck's pooping the poop all over the... This was a police station. <laughs> During the protest. It's pretty great. Actually, I did see some videos from some of these countries where the cops were actually handing food to the protesters, supporting them. So there's a lot of people coming out in support of the farmers. Then we have crazy European Union, Ursula, head of the European Union. What was she saying? She was trying to make up some bullshit reason on why... Uh, talking about the protests, I don't know, let's listen. Why the European Council was in session, farmers from across Europe were taken to the streets. Many of them feel pushed into a corner. Farmers are the first in, light, in line feeling the effects of climate change. Droughts and floods have destroyed the harvest and threatened their livestock. Farmers are feeling the impact of the Russian war. Inflation, the rising costs of energy, the rising costs of fertilizers. Nevertheless, they work hard every day to produce the quality food. That's we right. Gaslight me harder, Ursula. Oh, say my name while you do it. Gaslight me, Ursula. That's right. Oh, it feels so good. Uh, people like you were the reason these energy prices are going up. People like you were the reason inflation's going up. Uh, no, this climate change bullshit. Is it really impacting farmers all that much, or are you just making it into some big boogeyman so you can control the global food supply? Screw these people, man. Screw these people. And it looks like they, the EU, they took out some of the provisions in these regulations. They bent the knee a little bit, but the work's probably not done. They're going to find some backdoor way to push these regulations through. So stay vigilant out there, my European farmer friends. Uh, one more thing, then we'll get to some chat. Seth Rich, FBI, still refusing to turn over Seth Rich laptop, still hiding its contents. This is like every six months, there's a new development in this attempt by Ty Clevenger, who's been the uh, main attorney trying to go after the DOJ and FBI to get to the bottom of Seth Rich's murder, get access to his laptops. And now the update is, well, there's been a lot of updates. A year ago, the FBI was attempting to bury the information on, the, on Seth Rich for 66 years. I remember that. A year ago, the FBI tried to bury it for 66 years. Um, just last November, which was already three months ago at this point, last November, a judge ruled that the FBI had to hand over evidence regarding Seth Rich's murder to attorney Cly Ty Clevenger. And I think they only had a month to do it or so, but FBI didn't. Stonewalling, still. And now, the new development is that the FBI is claiming that both of Seth Rich's laptops are relevant to the murder investigation, that I guess they're still investigating. And for the first time, the FBI claims that the personal laptop is relevant to the ongoing Russian hacking prosecutions. I thought the whole Russia collusion hoax thing was over. I guess not. Or at least the FBI is claiming it's not, and that's the excuse they're using to hold on to Seth Rich's laptops. So, there's some updates there. FBI still stonewalling Seth Rich murder investigation. Alright, I think that's, uh, that's all for this one. Keep it short and sweet. We'll get into some chat for 
few minutes, hang out with you guys, bring the tunes back in. Oh, we got an Ursula in the chat. Hello, Ursula. You're a good Ursula. Not like crazy European Union Ursula. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with me here on Friday, too. I know it's kind of a late, late notice on this one. And I didn't stream earlier in the week. Had some personal stuff going on, so. Thanks, friends. Ooh, D-Live chat. You're moving from Atlanta to 40 acres in western Montana in a couple of months. Nice! Starting a sustainable community out there in western Montana. Well, good luck keeping it sustainable in the winter. <laughs> Learn to can. Learn to can your food. Where at if you are open to sharing? Flathead Valley area? That's cool. Oh, I like Montana. Do I have a new schedule for streams? I'm going to keep it Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Probably work on getting it uh, a little earlier in the evening, late afternoon, evening, though. Probably start um, 7 Eastern. I know today was 8 Eastern. Yeah, that's right. You guys ready for the Super Bowl? Stupid Bowl Sunday? Yeah, buddy. I'm gonna I'm gonna not watch it so hard. I'm so excited to not watch it at all. I was thinking of maybe going to uh, In and Out Burger during the Super Bowl. There's this In-N-Out burger that just opened in my area. First one in the state. And it opened around Thanksgiving. And ever since, it's been just slammed. Like, the In-N-Out cult. It's stupid. Every single time I drive by, there's like 40 cars in the drive-thru and a line out the door. But I'm thinking to myself, hmm, maybe I'll try to hit it during like the second quarter of the Super Bowl, before halftime, but a good amount of time after it starts, maybe the line will be dead enough to get some in and out. <laughs> yeah, definitely gonna run my errands when the Super Bowl's on, that's for sure. Yeah, I haven't had a burger in a long time. So, um, it's gonna be gonna be my cheat meal. Some fast food. <laughs> Are John Deere's in America called Juan Dierte's in Spain? Come on, man. Oh, of course. The 49ers have to win, though. That's the only way we can save America from Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Did I watch the Fraud Lewski documentary by Nick? He says, I caved to Phil's lawsuit threats against me? Did he? No, I wasn't planning on watching Alvier's documentary. Because I think Nick Alvier is a clown, just like I think Phil Godlewski is a clown. So it's funny to me to see them going so hard after each other. 
I'm like, whatever, let him fight. But did Nick Alvier claim that I caved to Phil Godlewski's lawsuit threats? You'll have to, you'll have to send me a timestamp and a link or something. I never got a lawsuit from Phil Godlewski. I never got a cease and desist order. I never got anything. And did I stop? Did I stop calling his bullshit? Did I stop mentioning him in videos or posting about him? No. So. I think Nick Alvier is trying to throw shade where there isn't shade to be thrown. probably a little butt hurt that I called him a dumbass. <laughs> Taylor Swift is reported to be male to female trans. Dude, have you been on the internet over the last year? There's paranoid paranoid people calling everybody a tranny. Some folks have like trans derangement syndrome. That woman's a man. That woman's a man. Everybody on the planet that's a woman is actually a man. Seriously. Taylor Swift's a chick. Reported. You could say that for anything, right? It's been reported. Source, trust me, bro. Yeah, the, the tranny obsession really is bizarre. Like, people's obsession with Michelle Obama. They have this, like, weird obsession. Maybe deep in their subconscious. <laughs> They've got some weird attraction to her. I don't know. Taylor Swift is effing ugly as hell. I don't think she's ugly, but I don't think she's attractive. She's just like a walking stick. What, she's like six foot tall, over six foot, something like that? Need some meat on them bones. More cushion for the pushing. Travis Kelsey's gonna break her. Chat says they agree it's paranoia, but did you see her dick? <laughs> Real or not, Big Mike is funny shit. Yeah, I would agree with that. It is funny. But it's also scary that, you know, some of these conspiracy people out there believe the dumbest shit they think they're getting all this discernment and critical thinking because they don't watch cnn anymore but they're not they're definitely not tucker carlson had a deer in headlights look yeah, I, I mean, I don't even know the process of trying to interview somebody with a translator. Because they each would have to have an earpiece, and then it would be very confusing. You're just looking at somebody speak a language you don't understand, going blah, 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 blah. And you have to wait till the translator translates it in your earpiece. Like a nearly forgotten um, Kind of understand that Tucker Carlson had a little bit of a confused look on his face. It's a tough thing to do. Oh yeah, flat earthers are definitely in that shit for brains category. And it's not even that they have shit for brains, a lot of them are quite intelligent, but they get this like mind virus that infects 
some neurons in their head. And I don't know if it's an emotional reaction, like they want so badly to believe this thing, or it's an ego issue. Different issue for different people probably. Different cause, but it's weird. So when's the solar flash thing gonna happen? Well, according to Corey Good, it was supposed to happen two years ago. Um, oh no, man, there's all kinds of estimates. What does Ben Davidson say, 2040s? You had... I think the Diehold Foundation said 2050s or 60s or something like that. I mean, all we can do is ascertain the data as it comes in, where the geomagnetic poles are located, strength of the Earth's magnetic field, how solar flares are affecting this planet. Oh yeah, the Bible says the earth is flat, don't you know? Yeah, flat earthers. Misinterpreting and misunderstanding. It's my favorite. Oh, oh, you're a fake moon landing dude? That's okay. The whole fake moon landing thing, that one doesn't grind my gears as much as the flat earth one. I disagree with both, but I can understand the whole fake moon landing thing a little more. I get where you're coming from with that one. Um, but I, me personally, I do think the Apollo missions got to the moon. But there's still a lot of problems with the official story. chat you got sucked into the Corey good thing for a minute too but you pulled your head out both of us we went through that journey together my friend yes the flat earth misinterpretation of what firmament means yep indeed the bad translation Firmament in Hebrew, as I understand, simply means expanse or sky. But, you know, they twist the context of it to mean flat plane with a dome over it. Ooh, does flat earth or Nazara Jazara crap grind my gears more? That's a damn good question. The Nazara shit's up there, too. That one's up there, too. Oh yeah, you're mentioning the uh, part in the Tucker-Putin interview where Putin brought up the CIA and that Tucker wanted to join the CIA. That's that's not, um, that's public knowledge. You can find old articles about Tucker trying to join the CIA and not being let, let in and stuff. So I didn't, I didn't think that was a massive bombshell, but I did think that was funny that Putin um, Brought that up.
Have I ever went down the Tartaria rabbit hole? A little bit. But I think some of those Tartaria folks just take it way too far. And I also find this, um, there's a very heavy correlation between Tartaria and Flat Earth promoters, which kind of rubs me the wrong way a little bit. Um, but at, at, at some point, maybe I'll dive into the Tartaria stuff a little more. But, uh... Some of the takes I've seen about it seem to be very narrow-minded. Anyone do the process of changing passport from American citizen to American nationalist? Uh, not me. Just don't do it through David Strait. Dude's a clown. Yeah, right. Tucker getting rejected by the CIA. So many levels to that. That's what a CIA agent will want you to think. I got rejected. I say the whole Tartaria rabbit hole being narrow-minded I don't think I'm not saying it's wrong or false what I'm saying is I think they're jumping to conclusions based upon looking at a topic through a singular focus instead of taking in some more outside information or, or expanding the scope of their research and then boiling it down with the Tartaria stuff. Um, like what's what's a brief example of content I've seen on Tartaria? How can I describe my thought process right now? So I've seen some short videos where the creator of the video was so hyper-focused on Tartaria as an ancient advanced civilization and I was just sitting there thinking to myself well there's, there's a lot there's a lot of structures and areas of the world and times in history that you could point to containing fairly advanced civilizations but it was just so hyper focused on these buildings Tartaria and then I think some of the conclusions that were getting leapt to we're maybe a little too far, but it, it is a curious rabbit hole. I'm not saying it's retarded like Flat Earth. <laughs> I'm just saying it's, uh, there was some, maybe, maybe it was the specific content I came across that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way about it. Yeah, it could have been, I'll admit that. Maybe it was, I was, predisposed to idiots on the subject and that's what thanks for that timestamp bro I'll go check it out
who is going to be Trump's VP, and why is it not Lake or RFK Jr.? I mean, I think Carrie Lake and RFK Jr. would be some pretty cool VP picks, but I also think they'd be better off in other positions. Carrie Lake, for the moment, would probably be better as Senator in Arizona, helping to contain the Senate, get more America First people in there. And RFK Jr., um, I, don't, I don't think I would like him as VP. I would like RFK Jr. as CDC director. <laughs> That would be fun. RFK Jr. as director of the CDC, or NIH. But VP, no, I think there's some better picks for VP. Chat says, underwhelmed by the Tucker interview. Yeah, I mean, this crowd is going to be, for sure. But, I don't know. What expectations did you have? Although I understand, I suppose I would say I was underwhelmed by it too, but I mean, I, I just never try to set expectations. Only on myself. Things outside of my control don't set expectations. Fully agree with this comment. Too many patriots trust the inserted anons. Indeed. It's difficult to teach discretion. Um, there's only so much you can say about it and remind people, try to drill it into their heads, but part of it is purely through experience. Kind of have to just wade through the murky waters of bullshit and figure it out for yourself, right? And you can't do that for somebody. They have to. Part of your discernment, you can teach. Part of your discernment, or part of your discernment, you can be taught. But the other part of the discernment, you just have to fuck up and hopefully figure it out for yourself. Off topic, but you like my fitness content. Nice. Tyrannosaurus Flex. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, hit me up. Send me a DM somewhere or an email. Uh, false flag this weekend at the Super Bowl. Probably not because so many people are talking about it. The week after the Super Bowl in a city that's not Vegas. Because, you know, I think I read that uh, the White House, Biden, Kamila, they're going to be going on this big week-long anti-gun violence spree, doing a bunch of events, and Kamala Harris earlier today making some tweets about ending gun violence and need new gun laws and this sort of stuff. So I would not be shocked if within the next two weeks we get some big shooting or something or other. I think there was just a story today of two kids from Wyoming who were missing. I don't know how old they were. They might have been high school kids or late teens. But two kids from Wyoming missing and apparently they stole a truck and some guns and we're gonna drive to Texas and shoot up. I don't remember the exact details of the story, but luckily it sounds like that one's been thwarted since the feds are looking for them. But yeah, I would not be shocked if 
at some point over the next two weeks. There is a shooting with many questionable aspects to it to help bolster the anti-gun narrative that's going to be coming from the White House. What do I think will happen at the Super Bowl? A lot of shitty advertisements, a cringy halftime show, a lot of overpaid, under-intelligent mongoloids running on artificial turf catching an oblong-shaped ball. That's what I think will happen. Bud Light ads. Yes, there will definitely be some Bud Light ads. You can probably bet your ass there's going to be a Pfizer ad in there somewhere. And too much damn Taylor Swift. Ugh. Just go away. Go away, Taylor. You're already a billionaire. Go away. Ooh, and some human trafficking, yeah. Major sporting event events seem to be hot spots for trafficking, unfortunately. And it's in Vegas. Ugh. Ugh. Your student said she's rooting for Taylor Swift for the Super Bowl. That just shows you how impressionable, how impressionable children are. If I ever need a holiday to Brisbane, Australia, you got a room free of charge? Yo! Be careful what you wish for. I'll just move in. <laughs> oh, I'd love to go to Brisbane, though. Gold Coast? guys i'm gonna i'm gonna head out got some dinner to make you guys are great thanks for tuning in on this friday i'll see you monday i'll be streaming um monday wednesday friday next week all three all three uh all three streaming days you're damn right i love it down under crikey steve Irwin, rest in peace Steve, he was my, that was my favorite show growing up, man. Oh, I loved Steve Irwin. And Crocodile Dundee, too. Great movie. <laughs> Dude, we love Australia. No, man, I was in Australia four years ago. Right before the start of COVID. Um, Melbourne to Sydney and we were supposed to go to Brisbane but for some reason that event got canceled super bummed but uh it was in the Melbourne area in Sydney 
So, uh, super cool. Australia was great. I'd definitely go back. Yes, the world has not been the same since Steve Irwin left us. That's when it all started going to shit. Steve was the only thing keeping this world sane and together in a happy place. And when Steve Irwin died, the soul of the earth Man, I keep getting comments like this. Bring the whiteboard back. I do whiteboard videos all the time. I just uploaded one on Rumble earlier today. I do whiteboard videos on my other channels. My, my fitness channel, I do whiteboard videos all the time. Check them out, man. All the time. Appreciate that. Chat. Donate next show. All right, guys. That's enough. That's enough of a random conversation. You guys have a good night. Have a good weekend. Um, I'll be working on some content over the weekend, so... Expect that coming soon on my vanilla channels and my edgy channels. That's how I think of it. Vanilla channels, edgy channels. So, appreciate you guys. See you Monday. And thanks, uh, thanks to you all for being here. You have a wonderful weekend.